Eagles Entertainment. On Friday, October 15th, Eagles tight end Zach Ertz was traded to the Arizona Cardinals for cornerback Tay Gowan and a 2022 fifth-round pick. Following the breaking news, Eagles general manager Howie Roseman spoke to the media. Hey, Howie, um, just uh, if you could just give us a general idea of um, why you made the move and, and how it helps the team. Well, first of all, Zach Ertz, um, his lasting legacy on this team, on and off the field in this city, some of the most iconic moments in the history of this franchise were from Zach and um, just tremendous appreciation for him as a player, you know, Eagles Hall of Famer, you know, on the verge of maybe the NFL Hall of Fame and, and as a person, you know, the amount of conversations that you have with him and his love of the game and his love of the city. So, you know, it's a hard day uh, in terms of why we did this. It was about opportunity, opportunity for the Eagles, opportunity for Zach um, as we move forward. Go ahead, John, and then Tim McManus. Hey, Howie, um, how much did uh, Dallas's future factor into this with the Eagles? And also, uh, what can you kind of tell us about uh, Tay Godwin? So first of all, I think, you know, it's become pretty clear to us that uh, going forward, we weren't going to be able to have both those guys. They're both free agents at the end of the year, and um, it gives us an opportunity for Dallas uh, to step up and, and be that number one guy, really have that opportunity for the first time in his career and um, play a lot and um, gives him the opportunity to also put his stamp as a leader on this team, as well as the guys behind him. You know, um, I think some of the circumstances that changed was getting uh, the chance to see Tyree Jackson and, and wanted to see him in games as he comes back over the next couple of weeks. And Jack Soul and Noah and these young guys and giving them an opportunity to play and see what we have in them as we go through the course of this season. Um, we have high hopes and high expectations for all those guys. Um, in terms of Tay, He's a guy that we spent a lot of time with in the draft process. He was somebody that we would have considered with our six-round pick. He was in a group of names. He went right before we picked, and um, he's a long corner. He's got tremendous speed. He was an opt-out guy last year. Uh, we had spent a lot of time with him uh, personally before the draft, and, again, it gives us a, a chance to add a young corner to that to that room. Tim and then Mike Kay. You, know, you, had, you had mentioned the value of, of Ertz uh, to the younger players on this roster. Nick uh, said that you know guys like Ertz have made him a better coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you've decided to move on from him six games into the season. What does it say about how your your outlook for this year has changed? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it says anything about our outlook for the season. You know, it, it, we still are, are going and trying to win every game. You know, I think, again, uh, it's an opportunity. It was an opportunity for us uh, as well as Zach. And uh, we have a lot of confidence in the young players. Uh, I think really when we look at it, we would have a bigger regret if we didn't bring Zach back and, and bring him here and have him around this team um, and see what it what it kind of looked like. And so um, – I, I don't think that we look at it like that at all. We have a lot of confidence, and we had two really good players at the position, and we knew moving forward that you know it was, it was going to be hard for us to do that. Go ahead, Mike, and then Zach Berman. Howie, with uh, Zach's importance to the organization, and obviously you guys took your time making this deal. You had other opportunities. Uh, how much uh, collaboration did you have with with his representation and with Zach throughout this process before this deal was made? Because it seemed like Zach kind of knew what was happening 
uh, yeah, um, you know, uh, I really a lot of communication with Zach and um, gave Zach a, a really heads up uh, about kind of this process uh, on Tuesday. Spent a lot of time with Zach um, on Tuesday night and talking to him and talking to him about uh, his future and um, a lot of memories about the past, too. And um, it, it was a hard night. Uh, on Tuesday night, having those conversations, but they were honest. Um, they were good. You know, Zach's, Zach's an eagle for life. Zach, Zach's family, um, that will never change, you know, and um, just very appreciative of him and his contributions. Go ahead, Zach, and then Dave Zangaro. Hey, Hallie, following up on Tim's previous question, obviously we've spoken to you about the potential of trading Zach before, and you said you would have regretted not bringing him back uh, this year, how does the compensation compare to what you could have had, say, in the spring? And why do you feel so staunchly that you would have regretted not bringing him back? Yeah, this was the right opportunity. This was the best opportunity for both us and Zach. Um, and I think, you know, you got to look at it. There are really, from our perspective, and, you know, never going to be easy trading Zach Ertz. No, not easy, not an easy day for any of us. But from our perspective, the opportunity to see Dallas and see Dallas in a larger role. And obviously he's a free agent and uh, there's no secret that that's obviously something here going forward that we have to address. And so uh, getting him in a role where it's not just, you know, sharing time and he's the guy because, um, you know, in terms of our bargaining power there, there there's going to be no discount uh, on Dallas Goddard, you know? And so, uh, we know that, so we want to get as much information and give him as much opportunity to take over that and see him in that role as possible as opposed to guessing on it. Um, and then you talk about our young guys, and I think what changed a little for us, the surprise of camp, and it was just camp because we didn't see him in the preseason games, was Tyree and um, just seeing how he's working to get back and um, the skills that he has in his body. Uh, we want to make sure that we're going into – next year knowing as much as we could you know if he's going to look like he did during training camp like that's going to be a player for us but he's got to show it in games and um this is an opportunity for him to come back and for us to see that and we don't we don't think that's just like you know a shot in the dark we think this guy's got some traits and so uh, we want to see that and and jack and noah are two guys that we've been high on so um this isn't like you know we think we're 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 bare at that position and then we talk about, obviously, you get a fifth-round pick, and we've had some success in the fifth round, and we get a corner that we thought had a chance uh, to be a player. And then, you know, obviously there, there's money involved, too, that uh, could add to another player. So um, I think that was our opportunity. Again, you know, not downplaying um, a Hall of Fame player in terms of Zach Ertz, but that's why we made the move. Go ahead, Dave, and then Bob Wolf. Howie, this was kind of a long saga uh, with Zach, and I think it's fair to say the relationship between him and, and the team was strained at some points during it. Does he leave here on good terms, and w was that important to you? Yeah, Dave, this is in days of our lives, my man. You know, like that, Zach's, Zach's somebody that we have a very, very close relationship with, and that doesn't mean just like everybody in their personal lives, there aren't ups and downs, and there are moments when you don't see eye to eye, but th this, this is a guy who who is family to us. This is a guy that, like, you know, I don't know how many other players since I've been here that, you know, you talk to two days before a game and you talk about the opportunity and, and you kind of talk through it with them. And um, 
I don't, you know, Zach, Zach will be a friend for life. We'll be celebrating for life. You know, this this isn't like an obituary here. You know, I, I said when we left, you know, we're not saying goodbye. Um, so there, there's there's no hard feelings uh, at all. It's it's family, you know, with us and Zach. You know, I personally, I drafted Zach Ertz. Um, I signed him a couple of times. And, you know, um, I still have a picture of, of us together with our family after we won the Super Bowl. And, uh, his game ball when he set the the single season tight end record like th- this there's no issues none go ahead Bo and Jeff McLean I know it's not an obituary Howie but but if if we can go back to the beginning of his career you know Zach has talked about some of the struggles that he had um, and sort of getting over those from from your vantage point what was it like watching that and when did you realize that that he was uh, I guess as special as he turned out to be yeah, it's funny because, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget sitting in my office with about eight people as we were getting ready for the second round and and really deciding about between two players that we now have on the roster and, and Zach and Slay. And um, Slay had just come off a medical procedure, and I, I remember even though we had Selleck and Casey sitting there and saying, you know, this, this guy's a, a 10-year player for us. You know, this guy's – Todd Heap, you know, who um, obviously played at Stanford and Baltimore Ravens tight end. And it's just, it is an easy pick. And uh, it may not be the best move for us right now this year in terms of helping the team, but this guy's going to help us for a long time. And um, (laughs) I remember like, uh, like that was yesterday and, and we had a room, you know, we had a talented room with, with Brent and, and James Casey, but we also had two incredible people in that room, you know, James now a coach. And obviously you guys know about Selleck and, I think it, it was a, it was different for for him to come in, you know, as a high second round pick and and not be the guy. He's always had tremendous confidence in his ability to do that, and um, he continued to work as hard. You know, when I think about Zach, I, I think about last year when we came back from COVID, and it was the first day the players were allowed, and looking out my office window and him on the practice field running routes without a ball, you know, and his work ethic, you know, his passion for this game, it was contagious. And that was one of the things, you know, just uh, talking to Steve Kime and asking me what, what he's getting, you're getting that. And so I, I think he always had that work ethic. He always had this desire, this sponge to pick up more and, and to learn more. And, and I'm hopeful that uh, these young players that, you know, we're high on and have high expectations for picked up from him like he picked up from all the players he was around. Go ahead, Jeff and Ed Kratz. Howie, you have a couple more games here before the trade deadline. If uh, if things go south a little more, I mean, is, is that going to open it up the possibility that you'll be willing to sell more of your older players? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't view us as being sellers. I view us as still having an opportunity in the next eleven games um, to show what kind of team we are. And uh, I think this was more about the opportunity to. Um, really put the pieces of the puzzle together for this team at that position and um, kind of moving forward. It, it's not to give up on the season by any way, shape, or form. You know, I'm certainly not thinking about anything going south, Jeff, but um, we're thinking about, you know, the opportunity we have in front of us starting starting with Vegas next week. And uh, I know that'll be a huge uh, travel game for our fans. And, um, you know, after we get through this weekend, we'll be excited for that opportunity. Go ahead, Ed, and then Martin Frank. Yeah. Hi, Howie. Thanks for doing this. Um, just you talked about the discussions you had Tuesday night about the possibility of this. When when did the trade trade get consummated? Was it after the game or did Zach go into last night's game knowing that he, he was going to be traded? 
Yeah, I think just based on the relationship with Zach, um, thought it was important that Zach was able to really go in last night with his eyes open and um, really enjoy each moment coming out there. You know, he's a captain last night for that reason. So he knew, um, you know, although we didn't call back Arizona until this morning, he knew this was going to happen. And um, I think that's what made it special. You know, Dallas didn't play last night, so he had an opportunity to play a little bit more than he's been playing. Um, catching the touchdown pass, that that was special to do that. And obviously you saw his emotion coming off the field. And um, But I, I think just talking through it with Zach – and understanding here you are and you get to experience this and embrace everything that comes with it. Um, not many people get an opportunity to do that. And so um, I, I think we, we agreed that was special for him. You know, hard, obviously, keeping it from the rest of the team. And it's probably a unique situation where you're kind of going to a game. And, you know, I, I think someone asked me, you know, what happens if something happens to him during the game? And I said, you know, that's the chance we'll, we'll, we're willing to take because it was special for him last night. It was special for him to come out on a national te- televised game, you know, um, in front of our fans as a captain, be introduced, and you know, I get kind of chills just thinking about it. Go ahead, Martin. Hey, Howie. Uh, you alluded to the fact earlier about Zach's impact on, on the younger tight ends. Do you think, like, his impact was also just through his professionalism with the way he kind of went through everything that was going on since the offseason season? And how do you think that kind of impacted those younger guys seeing that? Yeah, and I wouldn't limit it to to the tight end group. You know, um, obviously we got a young group of skill position guys, and um, it really a lot of young players on offense. And I think they see how he works every day. You know, how he takes care of his body, how important it is to him. And so that's that's a huge lesson. And I think that's worth its weight in gold for this team. You know, to have that and. Um, I know Dallas and our tight ends are appreciative of it, but I also think our receivers, our backs, you know, the players on our team. And, you know, I spent some time this morning calling some players on our team to give them a heads up and uh, talk about it. And, and, you know, this is a special guy, a special guy, and uh, proud to have had him here for as long as we did. And, you know, I know the future is going to continue to be bright for him and his family. We have time for one more, so we'll end it here with Jeff Mosher. Hey, Howie, you had talked about getting the chance now to evaluate uh, Dallas Goddard as, as a number one tight end here. Do you need a certain number of, of time or games before you feel comfortable? Because I know um, he has talked already about you guys having contract discussions. So do you need to do, see more before you can finalize those discussions? Or do you think you know what you have? To do? Yeah, I think we know what we have in Dallas Goddard. You know, obviously when, when we talk about uh, Zach and, and how uh, good of a player he is and how great of a player really he's been, you know, to do this, you have to have a confidence level in the guys behind him. And so um, we we have expectations of Dallas. That was kind of the conversation this morning uh, about what, what we expect from him. We've seen it, you know, but he's never really had the opportunity to go out there and uh, just be the guy and play 80%. You know, Zach mentioned to me that, you know, he was playing 80% of the plays, um, in the past couple of years, like he wasn't really splitting time. And so they, they both have been splitting time. And I'm not sure either of them was able to get into the rhythm that they need because of the kind of players they are when they're splitting time. So we have high expectations. This isn't something like, you know, we have to see a certain number of things before we know. I think we know in Dallas who he is, but at the same time, he's got to take that and he's got to take that baton and run with it. 
For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky. 